Hey, good afternoon. I have a quote of the day from E.B. White, a writer, an American writer. I know you all know Charlotte's Web. This is the one. Uh, born July 11th, 1899 and passed October 1st, 1985. And the quote is this. The world is full of people who have never since childhood met an open doorway with an open mind. And that's your quote of the day. Today's horoscope is by Linda C. Black. Aries, today is a seven. Avoid impetuous financial moves. Consider before spending. Make a final decision after you've done the research. And let family know if your plans change. Taurus, today is an eight. An attraction grows more interesting. Expect the unexpected. When the perfect opportunity for connection and collaboration arises, jump on it. Invest in your dreams. Gemini, today is an eight. An athletic dream or health goal seems within reach. Plan your moves, strategize, and coordinate. The actions that you take now can have lasting impact. Cancer, today's an eight. Keep a flexible attitude and have fun. Enjoy gatherings with family and friends. You're especially attractive and there's someone interesting nearby. Cook up some romance. Leo, today's a seven. It's a good time to make changes at home for long-term benefit. Strategize with the family for perfect upgrades. Imagine the end results and plan carefully. Virgo, today's an eight. Creativity abounds and can take you to unexpected places. An imaginative assignment can pay well. Music, feeds your muses. Find an answer in a dream. Libra, today's an eight. Discover new, cost-effective efficiencies. A profitable venture has your attention. Is your equipment satisfactory? Invest in practical upgrades and power on a dream opportunity appears. Scorpio, today's an eight. Get help building a personal dream. You can get what you need. Keep your bargains. Meditation can soothe anxious, anxious nerves. Put in extra planning and coordination. Sagittarius, today's a seven. Get especially quiet and peaceful. Listen to your intuition. Meditate under a tree. Let thoughts roam while you walk outside. Discover an excellent, innovative idea. Capricorn, today's an eight. Connect with friends, teammates, and colleagues. Brilliant ideas flow through your social networks. Follow a hunch. Draw upon hidden resources. Another has the key you need. Aquarius, today's an eight. Crazy professional dreams seem possible. It takes action to make things happen, though, but things may not go according to plan. Watch for hidden opportunities. Pisces, today's a seven. An adventure, investigation, or exploration that you've been dreaming about comes into focus. Watch for hidden danger and go for it. Generate long-lasting benefit. And these are your horoscopes for July 11th, 2019.
If today is your birthday, July 11th, grow your physical performance, strength, and endurance this year. You're especially charismatic and charming this summer before changes require adaptation for you and your partner. Your collaboration flowers into romance next winter, inspiring a new personal view. Together, you're greater than the sum of your parts. If you're born today, you're a seeker and a dreamer and an achiever. Some might call you an overachiever as there is a bit of a perfectionist in you. While you do need security and comfort, your desires tend to stretch beyond the routine and the mundane. You have strong morals and standards for yourself, and you work hard for what you have. Things are not simply handed to you, and you know this instinctively and push all the harder. You possess much creative intelligence and stand out as unique. Famous people born today are John Quincy Adams, E.B. White, Yul Brenner, Michael Rosenbaum, Rachel Taylor, Lisa Rinna. Happy birthday, Cancer. Today in Rock, July 11th, 1951, Alan Freed debuts his Moondog Rock and Roll House Party on WJW Radio in Cleveland where he plays mostly R&B tunes. The broadcast ran from 11.15 p.m. until 2 a.m. and enjoyed a loyal following by Freed's fans who called themselves Moondoggers. 1960, the novelty song Alley Oop sat at the top of Billboard's chart, credited to a then-fictitious group called the Hollywood Argyles. The song was actually sung by Gary Paxton, who had been the latter half of Skip and Flip and was recorded after he had been advised that he was still under contract to Brent Records. Gary made up the group's name and then had to put a band together when the song became a hit. In the UK, the record reached number 24. 1964, although the music world was being dominated by rock and roll, crooner Dean Martin's version of a tune written in 1947, Everybody Loves Somebody, cracked the Billboard Top 40 on its way to number one. This would be Dino's first Top 40 hit since 1958 and ultimately replaced That's Amore as his signature song. That same year, The Supremes' Where Did Our Love Go? is released and enters the Hot 100. It stays on the chart for 14 weeks and would become the group's first number one hit next August. That same year, Stevie Wonder released his first single without the title Little in the front of his name. Hey, Harmonica Man reached number 29 on the singles chart, his third top 40 hit. And that same year, after being recorded on May 18th in just one take, The Animals' House of the Rising Sun topped the UK chart. In 1969, David Bowie's single Space Oddity is released to coincide with the first Lunar Landing by Apollo 11 on July 20th. The song would rise to number five in the UK, but would not become a hit in the US until it was re-released in 1973, when it would reach number 15. And that same year, the Rolling Stones' Honky Tonk Woman is released. The band started recording the tune as a country song based on Hank Williams' Honky Tonk Blues, but found that it made a better rocker. 1970, 
Three Dog Nights version of Randy Newman's Mama Told Me Not to Come sat at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 and the Cashbox bestsellers chart. It was a song that took singer Corey Wells over two years to convince the band to record. It reached number three in the UK. And that same year, the soundtrack to the 1969 Woodstock concert becomes the first triple-disc album to top the Billboard chart. In 1974, The Grateful Dead received two gold records for albums they released in 1970, Working Man's Dead and American Beauty. In 1981, Hubert Johnson, a member of the Motown group The Contours, committed suicide in Detroit. Johnson was a cousin of Jackie Wilson, who introduced the Contours to Motown head Barry Gordy Jr. The group took their feverish dance tune, Do You Love Me, to number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1962. In 2000, Lars Ulrich of Metallica appears before a U.S. Senate panel to testify against websites like Napster that allowed people to trade music for free over the Internet. In 2002, more than 200 mourners attended the funeral of the Who's bass player John Entwistle, held in the 12th century church of St. Edward in Stowe in the World. Oh, I'm sorry, Stowe in the Wald. In 2008, the hand-painted drum skin that appeared on the cover of the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band sold for $1.1 million at a Christie's memorabilia sale in London. John Lennon's handwritten lyrics for Give Peace a Chance fetched 834000 well above pre-sale expectations. 2011, Rob Grill, lead singer and bassist for the 1960s rock band The Grassroots, whose hits included Midnight Confessions, Temptation Eyes, and Let's Live for Today, died after suffering a head injury from a fall caused by a stroke when he was 67. And in 2014, Tommy Ramone, drummer for the Ramones, died from cancer of the bile duct at the age of 62. And that's your day in rock. So why don't they play poker in the jungle? Too many cheetahs. So I went and saw the movie, the movie, yesterday. That's the name of the movie. I thought, whoa, this could be good. It's all about Beatles music and stuff. I love music. I play music. I am somewhat of a musician-ish person. Whatever. Okay, I see this movie, and right from the get-go, I'm like, I can't buy in. I can't buy into this premise. I cannot buy into it. They have a blackout all over the world, and all of a sudden... The collective unconscious has the Beatles music removed from it. No one in the world remembers the Beatles. This guy does because he's flying through the air and he's knocked unconscious and he was in an accident. Okay, why is this unbelievable to me? Because there's 7 billion people on the planet and 1 million 
are probably unconscious at any given time. But no, it's just this guy. Well, this makes no sense. And then it goes on and he's remembering the music and he's going to deliver the music as his own. And every time he plays a song, everybody stops and goes, that's the greatest song I've ever heard. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? No, that wasn't the greatest song I ever heard because this guy just delivered it. And I realized how important the Beatles were in the delivery of their music. They were songwriters, but it was the band itself that launched the charisma of the music. So it appealed so much because of those harmonies and who they were and all of that. And I'm doing a poor job describing it because it's really not something that you can describe. You just know it. But anybody who knows it understands what I'm talking about. It's kind of like the Elvis thing. Elvis plus his music equals what Elvis was. And that's it. Certain performers really stamp the music that they have released into the world and they have become one, the music and the performer. It's become one. And so anyway, this guy doing the music, I was like, this is not coming across well that this guy is getting huge numbers of people following him. He's completely uncharismatic to me. I mean, no offense. Please, no offense. I mean, you know, you're the one with your name and lights and you're getting paid and you're an actor and all that. And I guess somebody likes you or maybe many people like you, but you're not the Beatles. And this was so evident. It was so painfully evident that I was just like, when is this movie over? It finally was. There was one moment in the movie that I thought was really cool. It was kind of an interesting idea they explored. I won't go into it. I won't spoil it. That's not enough to send you into the theater. Wait for this on Netflix. So we have a hurricane coming and Louisiana doesn't need any more water and I feel really bad and I hope you guys do well. I'm sure you're preparing. And you know, I guess it's just part and parcel of where you live. You experience certain uh, proximity to natural disasters like this, you know, kind of like California with the earthquakes. I know 20 years you haven't had any, but let's face it, California is known for earthquakes. And then I'm on social media, by the way, the other day, and while they're talking about the earthquakes, people in the scroll under the news story are saying, God is going to punish us. This is God punishing us. These earthquakes, we're going to be wiped out, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking to myself, Holy shit. Man has been around for 200,000 years. We have had civilization for 40,000 years. Okay? 40,000 years ago, natural events and phenomena occurred and they attributed it to the gods around them. Everything was a god. The rock was a god. The water was a god. Blah, 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 blah. And if bad things happened, it was because the gods were displeased. So what happens now? I'm in the year 2019 and we have the technology of an iPad and we have a chimp 
on the other end of the iPad typing that these events are happening because God is displeased. Are you kidding me? Are you not coming along? The reasoning, human reasoning is not coming along. This is 40,000 year old reasoning about natural events and disasters and why they occur. You don't need to personalize this shit. Okay. It's like these people, they wear these lucky socks because if they wear the lucky socks, the team's going to win. No, that's your reality. It has nothing to do with the team. You're creating that reality. So I didn't take out the garbage last week. That's why we have the volcano. No, these events are not personalized. These events are scientifically caused. And the sooner people get on this page, the easier your life will be. I am not disputing the existence of a higher power, by the way. I believe in a higher power, but I don't believe that he pick and chooses things to get pissed at and comes down and said, you know, I really didn't like what that guy did the other day. I am going to now create a tornado and take out that town. That's not how he works. You know why? Because he's not a human being and he doesn't rationalize or get pissed or things like that. A higher power does not have human characteristics. We give the human characteristics to the higher power to understand the higher power. But that's really not what a higher power is. Nothing human about higher power. So the sooner you get that into your brain, the better off you're going to be. And I suppose you could blame this on Christianity because, you know, you had Jesus who came down in the form of man, but you know, it was supposed to make things better to see God in a human light. I think it made it worse for the understanding of some people because there is nothing human about God and there is nothing supernatural about this planet. Things happen scientifically. It heats up, cools down. Heats up, it cools down. Breaks apart, it shifts, it moves around. I'd like to talk about the other issue, which is that we do have, as humans, an impact on the environment due to the way we use the resources and waste the resources and abuse the resources of the planet. And that can create some phenomena like fracking has caused earthquakes in Oklahoma, but that's really scientific and that's really man-made and has nothing to do with an angry God. And it is crazy that we have the technology of an iPad and then we have chimps on the other side of the iPad using it saying, we're having an earthquake because God is angry at us. You're using reasoning that is 40,000 years old. It is now time to level up people. We got to get going. We got to get going on all this stuff and stop personalizing so much. And one of the reasons why we personalize things is because we try to control things. 
by personalizing them. If I hadn't done this, this wouldn't have happened. No, sometimes things just happen. Actually, most of the times things just happen. <sighs> well, I think that was my rant of the day, but I hope that that made sense to at least a few people. If not seven billion, at least two or three, like the movie. All right. See you next time. Bye.